welcome to track number five of Gates and Roads. Tell you, even for your child to grow up and be a God-fearing person, it is a gift from God. It is God who gives it. Oh yeah. Some of us are trying to do this. I want. I, I was talking to one pastor. He said to me, "Yeah, you know, I, I, I told him he was supposed to go be a missionary. He said, oh, I don't, I don't want to be a, a, a missionary anymore.' I said, "Why?" He said, "Oh, I don't want my children. I don't want my children to be brought up in that place." I said, "Why do you want your children?" He said, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to America, and I want my children to." Be... So I said, where, "Where were you brought up? Where were you brought up? Which town were you brought up?" <laughs> and he told me, "Takradi." I said, "Look." You are brought up there. And you say you want your child to be brought up. I said, do you know America? Do you know what is in America? You say you want your child to be brought up in America. Then I started to tell him some things which I don't want to say here. People are having their children 13 years old. They are giving birth. Drugs and what have you. You say you want your child, you want your child to be brought up. Do you know what you are talking about? And you are just following you know, impressions and ideas that you have. I don't know where these things come from. Trying to create something. And it just bursts in a pot like that. And you, you, you see that it is not what you thought it was. Babels are being fragmented. Watch out. Mark my word. Watch out in the coming months. Watch out in the coming years. You will see the Babels we are building begin to disintegrate before our eyes. And we will wonder that Lord, I thought you were with me. Yeah, because you made a mistake in thinking that physical things are a sign of god's approval for your life those physical things the fact that you have a car this that that does not mean god is with you has never meant and will never be a sign gain is not godliness will never be godliness shall never be a sign of godliness money and it's nothing doesn't mean anything what means something is that god is sending you and you are obeying him that is what means something as for riches it can be with disobedient or obedient people Money can be with obedient or disobedient people. People who are disobedient or obedient can live long or live short. Obedient people live long. Disobedient people also live long. It is not easy to know. Heaven will reveal. I said heaven will reveal. Mercy Lord forever. Opening the door to try to get the pleasing approval of people will introduce the devil into your home. You will be very surprised. Your marriage, you will be surprised at what you are married to. You will be surprised at how your life... So there are people here, you sacrifice, you know, your private, personal happiness to impress people. Whole marriage is based on impressing people. All your dresses are for outside. And the, the only things that you have at home, you know, we, we don't know whether you are Bob Marley or we don't know who you are when you are at home. <laughs> the funny, funny little things with Milo or whatever has stain on the whole thing. This place is torn. This is where all things. The only things that you buy that you spend money to buy are things that you wear out for a wedding or for church or for whatever for people to see but for to invest at home that this is how i will look like in my house with my wife or with my husband or or, or whatever it doesn't even come in the last time you bought a nighty was before your wedding <laughs> 12 years have gone by 10 years have gone by 
mercy forever and atonement. <laughs> you don't you don't care. You don't care what you look like, you don't care what it looks like, nothing. You are just there. The whole life is just for outside. Outside, outside, outside of the car, outside of the marriage, outside of the house, outside of life, outside. But the real inside is not. Nothing is done for that place. Yeah. It's not a good life. There's a better life. There's a better life. People will come to you and say you have the right way. Like Abraham. When he was following God out to nowhere but i was like not knowing where he was going not knowing that that was actually the way Amen. satan will come to you i am telling you satan will come to me if i try to look look at galatians chapter 1 verse 10 you'll be surprised at what you see there so so you cannot believe the presence of Satan will not be there. But the presence of Satan will be in everything that you do. And then the next one is that you cannot be a true servant of God. You cannot be a servant of God. You will be a servant of something else, but not of God. Galatians chapter 1 verse 10. It says, For do I now persuade men or God? For if, for, or do I seek to please men? It's a question. For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of God. If I yet pleased men. Patricia, are you there? If you yet please men, you will not be the servant of God. Listen, this camp, I want us to work out of here as servants of God. Do you believe that? Do you, be, do you believe that? Do you believe that? Yeah. You, you have to disconnect your mind from the community, little, little groups of people and their impressions. Do you like me? Do you want me? Do you, do you want me to go with you? Can I come with you? Am I, am, do I fit in? Am I, one of, am I one of the number? If I yet please man, I'll not be a servant. If I yet please man, if I yet please men, if I yet please men, once you are pleasing people, you cannot, you see, it's the opposite. So much of the time, what we are saying that we are, we are working for God, we are working for men. We are pleasing men. God's wishes are not paramount. That is not what we are fulfilling. We are fulfilling the wishes of people. Sometimes you are fulfilling the wish of your spouse, which is not the will of God. Yeah. Sometimes we are fulfilling the wishes of our spouse, of a man, of a woman, which is not the will of God. And if you yet to please men, I'm not following my wife. I was, I was in the ministry before I met my wife. I was ministering to my wife when I met my wife. I cannot today follow my wife. My wife is not God. And Reverend Saki is not God. And Pastor Eddie is not God. And nobody is God. God is God. If I am to follow man, I will not... I, I would not be serving God. It's a principle and a policy. And Paul knew it and understood it even at this stage of his life. He said, if I yet please man. Anybody who follows. You see, there are many people who come into our life sometimes. They pose as God. But they are not God. Oh yeah. 
everybody in your life you, you, you can have your you can have your spouse your spouse can present himself as god either way and when the spouse is not saying what god is saying pray about it brother you are on your way out god told adam 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 is feeling sleepy no <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat of the fruit of the tree. So Adam was cool moving around. And here comes Eve. Eve, come. Go and take one of the, take that yellow fruit. Yeah, take, no, take the yellow, the, yeah. Yeah. And here comes Eve. She's eating, eats a bit of it. Okay. Now she, she's, she's falling into sin and here's adam who is very he's coolly moving on the road that is headed to heaven and she's coming now go ahead No, but you ate it too fast. <laughs> it looks like you wanted to eat the thing from the beginning. <laughs> now, because you have eaten, you and your wife out. You used to stay here. This is a nice house and so on. Everything is changing. From everything will change when you follow a man or a woman who is not God and who is telling you things that God has not said. Out. Of you. Go, go to the corner there. This is Adam. Come. Uh, this is another. This is Abraham. Abraham. Abraham is here. And come. This is uh, Sarah. Abraham and Sarah are happy. They are moving, but they are not having a child. So. Sarah is advising him. I've seen a Hagar, you know. And Abraham says, "Well, how? Hagar, what is it? How? How do you?" Sarah says, "No, oh, no, no. You, you must do it. You, you need, you need it. This is the way things are going to work." Oh, wow! And Abraham, says, Abraham is thinking about, "No, no, I, 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 won't, I won't do it. I'll not do it." <laughs> Then he has decided she pressurizes him, isn't it? Pressurize him, tell him. You know, a lot of people, you know, people are talking about us. You know, they are wondering where is our God. So at least if you have a child, that reproach will go away. Call Sarah to, uh, call come. <laughs> All right, so when she comes, just do the connection. So now he has listened to. Hagar, he's listening again to Sarah, to somebody who is not God, who is a man. Now, he has brought forth, come, Osama Bin Laden, come. (laughs) 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 This is Osama Bin Laden, and we have now Israeli-Palestinian conflict, so all of you move to the West Bank, over here. Go to the West Bank, and... Oh, West Bank. Go to the West Bank. 
with your husband. <laughs> Ishmael has come. And, and so we have a situation now that we are living with. Created by people doing things that God didn't say, but that human beings with their pressure have forced us to enter. Mercy, Lord, who forgive. Have mercy, Jesus. Now, here is another good husband. And then he has his wife come. Now this wife is always worrying him. Oh, husband. Be, just be beating him. Just be worrying. Just talk to him. This is what I want. This now, he is tired. He has decided to relocate to the wilderness. Go to the wilderness there. Bible says it's better to dwell in the wilderness than in a large house. So now that his location is wilderness. There are people who are living in the wilderness as a result of pressure from human spouse. And their life is wilderness life, desert life. The problem is for all of them. You see, when you force your spouse into something, the thing comes to all of you. <laughs> Come, there's another husband. Why the wilderness? These people are West Bank. These people are outside of the garden. Based on the pressure. Come. This is another one. Oh. 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 She's also pressure. I want you to be pressurizing him. Oh. Oh. And then he's also not enjoying the pressure. So he had decided to move to the rooftop. <laughs> Go to the rooftop over there. Now, look at his now new location. His life is now on the top of the roof based on the pressure that is coming from his wife. And both of them. Rooftop. Snow is beating them. Sun is beating them. Rain is beating them. They are falling, sliding down. Wind. That is where life is. Because you are following something that is not God, but it's man who has authority in your life. That's why I said that even I'm your pastor. I'm pushing you into something that God has not sent you to. Don't go. Don't go. That is why many times, even sometimes when I advise people, I give them sometimes the opposite advice. Sometimes I breathe both hot and cold so that you choose the hot or the cold. Because I, I, I am really careful that I will not enter a realm that I should not enter in relation to you. I shouldn't enter that realm. I shouldn't become God to you. You have to choose. There are some things only you can choose and you eat the consequences yourself. So if you allow, if you allow, if you allow, your spouse can take your hand and uh, do you have one more? Come. This Ahab. <laughs> and then Jezebel. <laughs> Mercy Lord. <laughs> you know, this Ahab, I mean he's a bad king and all that, but to kill somebody. It's not, you know, you hear go for, but not that far. You understand what I'm saying? And now he's feeling sad. Just feel sad. He's feeling sad. And here comes his wife. And she says, why are you crying, Ahab? Why? And then he says, oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. 
what's your name? Ahab. Why are you crying? I'm, I'm not feeling anything. Uh, uh, I'm feeling feverish this evening. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, why are you at uh, normally? Normally, you don't behave like this. What's uh, what's wrong with you? Can you go tell us? Ahab, Ahab, what are you feeling? Okay, you see this uh, man at the, at the, the corner of that place. I, I told him that I would do farming at his place. He said I shouldn't come there at all. He said I shouldn't come to the house at all. Was the end of Naboth. In the name of her husband and the authority of the whole kingdom, she organized this guy, killed him, and then Elijah came and said, The blood, the dogs that ate the blood of Naboth are waiting to eat you and drink your blood, and the dogs shall eat you on the same wall. And you would die, you know. And you see, Ahab had a good heart. So when the curse came, Ahab prayed. He knelt down, knelt down, and prayed. And God said, "You see how Ahab has repented? Because the thing that wasn't originally from his mind and his heart, now he's changed his mind again." And God said, "I will not bring the evil in his time. I'll wait after." So Ahab and Jezebel, I think you you are already in your graves. So. <laughs> There are more stories. You know, Delilah. <laughs> if we go on and on and on, we can go on. Where, where, is, where is Samson? Where is Samson? Where did he end up? Some of us are pressurized because of a car, because of a house. I want to live in America. I don't want to, I don't like to, to walk here. I don't like, I don't like that. This thing. I don't want to have this. I want to have this. Hey! And you are leading your family. You are leading your family. And God has said the husband is the head of the house. And you are now the you are now the imposed leader. Pressurizing. Pushing. And some of there are different ways, depending on the type of person. There are some people who are very strong. Hey, this I am saying, look, this is what I've decided that I'm going to do, and I want you to understand that if you don't, this, this house will burn. We shall be here. And others like Delilah. Samson, Samson, what's wrong with you? Darling, darling, oh, oh, oh you're so nice. <laughs> Delilah, so what's wrong with you? I'm feeling too good. Oh, no, Delilah, 
Dilala, what, what, uh, why are you, uh, what is what? Why are you crying? <laughs> you know, you know, you know, come on. Dilala, stop crying. I don't enjoy this when you are crying too much in the house. What is what is the problem? <laughs> Calm down, just whatever you are saying, say it and then. What at all do you want? You said, okay, this is the power. The power is easy. Take it, take it. Slowly, but really, different ways, different styles. A man is bringing you to a place, I tell you. Men are bringing even a pastor. The congregation can drive you. The congregation can drive you. They can drive you to overwork. They can drive you. So we need you. We want you. Do this. Do this. Do this. So we love this and that and that. Then boom, you follow and follow and follow and follow and follow and follow. Then one day, when your child is not doing well, then they look and say, Ah, the pastor, you are having this in child. Demons are in your child like this. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. I've heard people say things like that about me. I'm telling you. And you follow that. That's why these days you see, if somebody may even think it's like an older, but I'm far more relaxed and there are certain things I'll do. I'll do. There are certain things I don't do. You say, I say, really, no, this is, where, this is where it's over. I've closed. See you next time. Yeah, I'm off. Me, Ashina, I'm on my way home. Yeah, everything. Uh, and because the same people who say whatever. Remember when Jesus was on the, on the cross and he was dying? The thief turned around to him and said, look, if you are God, eh, just save yourself and save us. And the other thief said, look, this man is in this situation and this condition because of us. It is the condition of our sins that have brought him to be on this cross. And many times even the problem that you get into is because of your love for the people and your care and you're trying to help the people and help and overhelp even. And you are now even in trouble because of the very people. And then they will be looking at you and say, eh, how do you call yourself a, you are a man of God and look at uh, your child is say, Benny Hinn, his daughter, eh? she said she was going to a disco. And she said, oh, she's gone, she's tired of all this. She, she went, Benihin had to Benihin went with her to a disco. He was sitting in the disco when somebody came to us and said, are you Benihin? And his, his daughter is here dancing and doing whatever. He has, he has to go with her. And you look and you see people will point. TDJ's daughter, 13 years old, she's coming to deliver. I give birth. And you will see the people pointing their fingers and saying, yeah, look at them. This, that, 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 that. Huh. 
Mercy, oh, I tell you. And the same people are pressurizing, come, never have a holiday, never rest, never vacation, never do this. Even if you do it in front of them, or they even see you for a moment, resting, say, hey, hey do you also, uh, this, uh, do, are you eating? You are eating? When do you eat? When do you eat? When you look at me, what do I use? Petrol or gas or what? How do I move? <laughs> You can even become bitter and the people can drive you to bitterness and hatred you can even hate the people you are pastoring you can dislike them because you look i said you don't you don't appreciate me i gave my life for you to you with you whatever you don't really care i was telling the i was telling the uh, congregation you know sometimes they used to collect or when it was my birthday they'd be collecting i said that look from this year nobody should make any collection to come and collect whatever to come and give me any birthday whatever if somebody feels that he wants to 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 do that it's up to the person no pastor should stand in any congregation and say that it's so and so's birthday so whatever whatever and whatever sometimes when you see then you see that it's as it's like uh, if we don't take something now they will say that we are some way and the whole family what do you call it? Hey, look at that. What is all this? You don't even need it. You see, gradually men can push you. Then they push you outside. I mean, many pastors are not interested in the ministry anymore. Children of pastors. I was talking to a child of a pastor. I said, do you want to be a pastor? No, I want to be a lawyer. I said, I've been with this thing all my life. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't like it. I was talking to another pastor's child. And she was saying, oh, no, 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 I've, 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 I've watched this thing, I've seen this, the people are somewhere, you don't know what is happening in your life. I don't want this thing, I want something else. Yeah. And you'll be sitting down and wondering, this one says, child, they say, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a pilot, I want to be this, I want to be that. Nobody wants to be a pastor. And you'll be giving your life, giving your life, giving your life. You'll be traveling somebody's wedding yeah this and that recently i was in zimbabwe somebody was getting married and i told my wife you know i said this i've been following these things all this time it's enough i won't follow this i'm not going for any wedding that's all easy i can't go if they will leave the church, they should go yeah i can't go i cannot go simple i can't go and i won't go I can't go and I won't go. This is what I can do. What I can do is what I've done. And you are trying to please people. Do you like me? I'm a nice pastor, isn't it? I'm there for you. I'm this and that. At a point, you must also do what God. I've come to see that I have to pray for, 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 for people. You see, and if you notice, if you look, you see, I'm saying there is a way you can solicit friendships and befriend people i can become the like in church you see how they say a friend of this person a friend of this person this one sends money this one gives this this one gives that you know there are sometimes i used to travel and i come and uh, meet some pastors hey you must have brought a lot of money so bring us uh, some of that and i was wondering what are they talking about because you see every time people travel they are expecting that you know you have this from this this from that this from that that is the mind <clears throat> because there's a way I say there is a way. There is a way. Oh yeah. I don't collect. I don't receive any money from selling my books. I remember there was one journalist. They published me in the in newspapers recently, and uh, he was around. And they were telling whatever. I came then. I raised some funds for the books. So they had so many thousand, whatever pounds. 
So he, I think he was bringing the money. I don't even remember, but he was bringing the money. I said, oh, no, no, he should give it to the person who handles the books, whatever. So this general, he was talking to this general, and he told them, the general said that he has not seen a Ghanaian pastor who will have, they are bringing him so many thousand pounds, and he says that they should take the money uh, to whatever. I may, and legitimately, if I publish a book, I publish, it's not the church, which I wrote the book, the church didn't write the book. The church doesn't have, I mean, the church cannot write a book. It's the person who writes a book. But people don't care. The fact that even that is the case, it doesn't even touch people's hearts that oh, we want to really support it or we appreciate it. All these things, you know, I was temperature, all these things, it's just you and God. Nobody really cares or knows or is even interested. If you are a fool to, when you write a book, you don't collect the money, it's your fault, it's your problem. I mean, that's up to you. Nobody has asked you not to, 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 to collect it or to get what is your due. It's up to you. People can make you change and go off course. I'm telling you. And I'm sharing with you from my own level of experience. Some of you are yet to get to such a level in ministry where you can even appreciate some of these things. But even at your level, between your husbands and your wives, you know, your husbands and your wives, be careful. Be careful that you don't force somebody into a place that is not the will of God. Because although the person will be judged for not doing the will of God, you will be judged with a higher judgment for making somebody go in another direction apart from what is the blessing of God and what is the will of God. Because if, if you have authority, if you have power and I want to say to all husbands here, you must, you must, you must just as you would give yourself, you must become like Abraham. God said, I know Abraham. I know Abraham. He will command his whole household after me you must command your household it shouldn't be that your spouse wants to go and you don't want your spouse to go or your spouse wants to go and you are just agreeing you should be the one to say to be wanting your spouse look i want you to be more fruitful i want you to be more virtuous i want you to be doing the work of god i don't want you to just sit around and you, you must know that it is wisdom because you see the virtue of a virtuous woman is not in the fact that she's kind or she's gentle or she's peaceful or she's whatever. Read the Bible, you will see that she's a very active person. She does this and the virtue in a woman comes out when she's active. Leave them at home waiting for you to go and come the whole day. You see that when you come, I mean the whole person is a different kind of person from the one you were beloved dosing. Me, I don't like my wife to stay sit at home. I like my wife to wait. My wife's virtue comes when she's moving. It comes more. I enjoy her more when she's a working, active person. And in the church as well, because I'm not talking about going to work as a nurse. I'm talking about church, church, church. Let's all work together. Let's all work. I know Abraham. I know Abraham. I know Abraham. He will command, not that he will agree or he will allow. He will command his whole household, his dogs, his cats, his children, his servants, everybody is serving God. In my house, the cats are born again. The dogs are born again. Everybody is born again. We are all, we are all serving God together. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not just, just whatever. Even my security man, my, one of my security men, and he goes to church. I make him go for a particular service. 
it goes and then he comes. This one goes and this one comes. There are different people to, to let the house work. I want everybody. And you didn't used to go to church. I said, you can't come here and you don't go to church. You must be going to church. And what did he say? I know that he will let everybody in any area or sphere of his life be commanded into the work of God. I know him. Amen. Amen. That is what God should be able to say about you. I know him. I know him. Anything that is under his control or under his fear will be commanded to serve the Lord. It's not that it will be allowed or it will be permitted or after a long debate and discussion, some permissions and visas will be granted. Amen. Let us. And I want to say to you husbands, you know, you go to church, you preach, your wife is sitting down, she's listening, she's gone home earlier than you. It's like she has nothing to do. It must concern you. You must ask yourself, are you not in, are you not involved? Because if she was just an ordinary member in the church, you may have gotten her to be involved. So you must be involved in the things that are being done in the church. And get involved and work and let's all be tired. And we all go home together and we will have the fellowship of the sufferings. Fellowship of the sufferings. Not uh, one person is alone in the suffering. We are all fellows in the ship. Amen. Amen. If I am to be a servant of man, pain, if you are to be a servant of pearl, if you are to be a pleaser of pearl, you will never be a servant of God. I can't tell you till you lie down like this. You would have never pleased God. Pearl is not God and God is not pearl and will never be pearl. And many things that pearl may say are not what God is saying. So if your life follows what pearl says, then says, as many as are led by pearl are the sons of God. Not, not in our Bible. Mercy, Lord, forgive. I said, forgive, Lord. <laughs> you don't enjoy what I'm saying, you see. <laughs> if I was to be, a, 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 if I was to please men, Galatians 1 10, never forget it till you die, Gilbert. Never forget. If you were to please men, you will not guarantee you, you will not be a servant of God. You will not. I promise you. I promise you this in the word of God. You will not serve God. You will never be his real servant because you will be pleasing man. It's there. It's written. Jesus said, I receive not honor from man. In fact, I receive not honor from man. I used to be so impressed. I used to want to have. That's one of these. That, these are the things that God has stripped me off. I used to be concerned also. I want to uh, speak to Rollins. I want to speak to this president. I want to this and that. You know, the other men of God have spoken to the president. And I also want to. All those things were deep down. And when God, God organized. You no, know, I was praying. Uh, God organized them. Come and break down his walls. Shake up the whole and drove away all interest and even the, the honor. Today, when I see those things, I just look and I, I, I pity even those whole situations. I just look and say, these are just men. Why should I do something to impress a man? If, of course, if I was to do certain things, they would, they would like me. They would say, oh, we like uh, Heward Mills. We like this. We like this. They were, give, they were giving ratings for TV programs. They said, my program is the, the second best program. And I'm asking them, how can an unbeliever determine who is the best preaching program? How? 
how can an unbeliever write in his newspaper and say this is a good man of God and this is a bad man of God? When did an unbeliever who is a satanic adulterer and antichrist person become the max, the, the, the standards man and the man who tells us who is a man of God and who is, who is not good? Hey! But we love it. Because when they say good things, it's like it's confirming that God is with you. I told my people, take off all the teachings. I'm not going to teach on the television. I'm going to do miracles. Miracles that my hair was burning me is gone. My hair was burning me is gone. My hair was burning me is gone. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout. That is what we are going to do on television. You don't like it, turn it off. If you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah. It's not human means. So oh, your pastor is very wise. You know, when he speaks the word, you know, we really understand it. He's a type of teaching. This, blah, blah, blah. Hey, look. I'm going to do what the Lord is telling me to do. Amen. I don't care whether you like it or you don't like it. That's when the Lord told me, cut down your service from four service to two service. I said, Lord, oh, cut down for service from four service. When, when somebody comes here, how many says, so we have four services. Yeah, four services. That's what I hear. Really? And then I said, <laughs> it sounds like a mega church. Somebody comes for your fourth service. I said, this is the fourth service. Wow. Really? It sounds so powerful. The Lord said, shut up. Cut it down into the for the let the people arrange themselves into the two selves. That's the real number that you have. Yes, sir, Master Lord. I cut it. I said, Lord, what about our offering? This, that, that, and so cut it down. Cut it down. Our offering is about five times. Oh. It doesn't sound as impressive when you come say we have only two cells. So we have it sounded more powerful. So we have four cells, we have this service, we have that service, we have. It sounds, you know, wow, mega check. Oh, this is where we're really well. Pastor, this is the fourth service he's coming to prison. Wow, look at, look at what you are saying. Shame. You are following the honor of man. Mercy, Lord, forgive us. Forgive us. Keep us on your road, Lord. Keep us from the photocopy road. That looks like the honor of God, but it's the honor of man. We love to make men happy with us. For people to be happy with us we love it we lick it up we, we 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 enjoy it we live on it we actually dwell on the honor of man and jesus said i receive not honor from men nobody no you mustn't be concerned you mustn't be that oh bishop will come and see how many uh, how many people are in the church or he will see how large the church is are you working for me are you working for a man is it not before god elisha said before god whom i stand God is the one for whom you are standing, before whom you are working. Are you thinking about me? If I come to your church and there are three people or there are ten people or there are forty people or whatever, is it me you are working for? Then you have missed your direction. You are lost. You are lost. It's God you should have been crying before, long ago, before you hear of any bishop who is coming there. And crying and saying, oh God, oh God, if this is a church, have mercy on me. Help me, bless me, heal me, forgive me, whatever is wrong with me. Not man. Not man. Man is not the one you are working for. Are you working for me? Who am I? Who am I? As I'm standing here, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not even worthy. Worthy to stand before God's people. I'm here by melted grace. Defrosted grace. Grace that has been taken from the deep freezer and brought out to help. Grace. All of us are here by grace. I'm no better than anybody here. 
You can't work for me. You have to work for God. That's why some of you behave the way you behave. Because it's all to, to impress people. But you never examine yourself and tell yourself the truth. If you were to, you wouldn't even need to be at this camp. Because God would have given you all the slaps and the blows in the house already. You would have been weeping and crying in your room. And I tell you, when you weep and you cry before God and you speak to men, they can sense that God has spoken. God is speaking to, to you. It's not, it's not an argument. It's not something physical. It's something that God ministers to the heart and changes the hearts of people. Only God can do it. Only God can do it. That, that human thing must go. It must go. It is not from God. That is why my pastors, they will not come to baptize because they are working for me. And they know that I will not be there on Saturday morning. Yeah. I will be at home drinking tea with my wife. I make tea for my wife every morning. I'm making tea for her and drinking tea with her. So they know that I will not be there. And that's why they will not come for new convert class because they know that I will also not be there on Monday or, or, or whatever day. And that's why they don't visit because they know that I will not be following them to see that they are visiting. But on Sunday when they give their life to Christ, they say, who is the pastor who is on duty? They stand there and they lift up their hand like that because they know that I am there and I'm watching to see whether there's any pastor on duty. So that's when they come. But after the eye of man goes off, turn off the switch. It's over. The light's off. We are out of range now. The missiles cannot get to us. So turn it off. Turn off the lights. Turn off everything and just revert to uh, the real thing. Let's become real. That's why we smile with our wives and our husbands. Darling, honey, sweet, whatever. And then in the room, you say, you should see the kind of talking nonsense. Swine. What is a swine? What's a swine? Oh, one husband said to me, he said, ah, there is no insult, I've no head. There is no insult on earth. I've not heard before in my house. And you should see the, the, the little thing like that. And she goes, Bishop, Bishop, come here, Bishop. And she's little like this one. Come, stand up. She's little like this. Bishop, come bless you, Bishop. Come bless you. Come bless you. Oh, Bishop. Come. You should see her. And then you should see her husband. Pastor, there is no insult. I have not heard. <laughs> forgive lord when the lights are turned off when we go behind the screen then we start to behave i said god what is you when you are batting from today when you are batting remember what i told you god is watching you <laughs> we love the honor of man the, the favor the sweetness if i'm yet to please man Please, man. Please, man. Say nice things. God told me, preach. Preach what I gave you to preach. Don't try to become some man-pleasing, prosperity-preaching kind of what people want to hear. Preach my word. God told me, have you not preached what I told you to preach? Have I not blessed you more than all the people who came before you? I, was, I went somewhere, Bishop Duncan William introduced me. He said, I want, I'm introducing the richest pastor in Ghana. That's how he told I told him, I told him after Brother Bishop, I beg you, this introduction, it will not help me at all. I don't need this introduction at all. Please don't introduce me. I'm robbers and other people and so on. I don't need that. <laughs> but that is how they see me. And what is my message? What have I been preaching? 
We win souls. Give your life to Jesus, baby. Let us win souls. Let us do, do the work of God. Have I not blessed you? Have I not blessed you? Why do you need to turn around on me? Do you know that the one you please is your real master? Huh? Is your real master. The one you seek to please is your real boss. It's the one. And that is why when we seek to please men, we have become the servant of men and indirectly the servants of Satan. Because the things of men, that is what he said, that thou savorest the things of men, Satan. Forgive, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Oh, yeah. When all is said and done, when the lights are turned off and we are back out of the vision and out of the view, of men and we revert to our basest selfish amoebic base you know amoeba protozoa we revert to that kind of behavior and it's in the ministry as well it's in the church it's in the church lord help us help us oh god should help us oh god should forgive us I tell you, speak to yourself. Oh, I'm speaking to my. I'm pretty. I'm also afraid. Amen. I'm not talking to people as someone who is standing somewhere. I'm talking. We are all in the thing. Be, before you realize, you are just trying to please people. Just trying to please people. Every it comes in order. I say it is. In fact, if I came to tell you anything, this is one thing I think the honor of man is one of the primary principal largest broad it is gate it doesn't even swing it's too wide it rolls like this is the rolling type and it the road is very big and then most of us are on that road for our finances our houses our cars our ministries our church work our lives our marriages the decisions we've taken in the past all almost of them have been based on this help me jesus Amen. Honor of man. Help us all. Please, those from the West Bank, those from the wilderness, you can come. Those from the rooftop. And those who are outside the garden. They all will come back to your original homes. Some have been laden and all children. The next thing that um, the honor of gate, the gate of the honor of man opens you up to, first it opens you up to the inability to obey God and to believe. The next it opens you up to the presence of Satan. You start to walk on a road where the presence of Satan is felt. Number three, it opens you up to inability to be a servant of God. You walk on the road where you are not able to be a servant of God. Are you, have you got the three? Number four, it puts you on the road of a bad report. Heavenly bad report. Bad report. Why do I say there's a bad report? Turn with me to Hebrews. 
Hebrews 11. Verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, verse 2, the elders obtained a good report. By what? Faith. Faith and believing in things. Believing in God. Believing in His Word. Will open you up to a good report. The road that when you are on arrives at a good report. But when you are unable to believe, amen, for instance, you are unable, are you there? You are unable to believe. How can you believe which receive honor one of another? And because of the honor of men, you are not able to believe. Therefore, you are open up to a road which will lead you to a bad report. Away from the good report road. Pain. Will you have the good report at the end of the day? I don't know which road you are walking on. But if the road you are walking on is a road where you are trying to please men, I can assure you that at the end of the road you are going to have a clear bad report. Yvonne, uh, Pastor, sir, where's your wife? You, you, are you with me? Yeah. You're trying to make people happy. You like me. You want me. Can I go with you? Am I, am I the type? Do I fit in? Am I one of the main people? In the end, you will not have a good report. I can promise you that. He says, for by faith the elders obtain a good report. The reason why the elders obtain a good report is not because they were angels. On the contrary, it was because they believed. I want all the angelic people here to stand up. All those who are very angelic in terms of righteousness. <laughs> Susie, you look very angelic. Huh? You're not angelic. Huh? Pardon? You don't think so? Are you angelic? What about your husband? <laughs> I have asked a hard thing. <laughs> Look, after all this calm that we've had, we arrive in heaven. Look, it's just a matter of time. Over the next 40 years, probably most of us will be dead. Yeah. We are just talking and breathing now. We are like chickens that are... You know, I watched a film recently on the Discovery Channel about the death. A guy who was sentenced to death. And I was particularly struck by what the pastor told the man when he was going to die. He told him, he told the man that... Are you, are you there? He told the man that we are all... I was wondering, what is he going to tell the man? And he told the man that we are all, the people who are free and love, are all under a death sentence. Only that we don't know the date. <laughs> I was I was I was shocked. I said we are all under a death sentence, only we don't know the date. And it's true. We are all under a death sentence. Oh people in other churches have not had what you are hearing of. We haven't had this. We haven't had it like this. 
Hmm? You see, I'm visiting America, but I could go around all the churches, going here, big program here, here. I, I want to talk to you. You understand? Because the whole thing rests with you. That's why I'm talking with you. It's, it's you. If you do what you will do, you will, it, it, that's the church. I don't even need to be seen. It just happens that Sunday is coming, so one will be there on Sunday. After that, pop, I'm off. What is the use of all this? And then, when you get to heaven, I, I pray that I can get to there's a road. There's one of the roads. It's not a gate. It's a road. If we can get there. It's the most important highway. If I don't get there, I'll talk about it in London when I go there. It's the most important highway for you to be on. But at the end of that road, if you get there and they just clear you out, gnashing of teeth. No. There shall be no one gnashing teeth here in Jesus' name. Do you believe what I'm saying? Yeah. You have that great opportunity today, tonight, to take what I'm saying. I'm talking to you as your a father will talk to his son or to his daughter. You have an opportunity. Believe. Believe in the things. I'm telling you. Look, as I'm preaching, I ask, how can you believe which receive honor of one another? But if you can allow the honor of men to, to fly off you, you will become so live and you become like live wires. You become so dangerous in the, in, 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 to the devil. You become dangerous element because one of the most, you know, one of the most evil roads and gates have been closed to you. You are not impressed and attracted there anymore. You are now attracted to the honor of God gates, which is a very small one like that. And you are going into that one. A good report. Not a good report from who? Me? Me? Even me, I, I, I'm afraid of my bad report. How am I the one to be giving marks? I'm not a, I'm not a marking scheme. Amen. Amen. God. I said God. I said God. Amen. 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 Oh, okay, five thirty. Wow. All right. The next one: inability to please God, to be pleasing you, pleasing you. That is all I really wanna do. To be pleasing you, pleasing you. That is what I really want to do To be pleasing you Pleasing you That is what I really want to do To be pleasing you Pleasing you that is what I really want to do. Sing it again to be. To be pleasing you. Pleasing you. That is what I really want to do. To be pleasing you. Pleasing you. 
That is what I really wanna do. Hebrews 11:6. Without faith, it is impossible. Not that it's sometimes possible, but it's not possible to please God. Louisa, it takes faith to even pray. And therefore, prayer pleases God. A person who prays is somebody who pleases God. And without faith, you see, once you are thinking of the honor of men, you will always be on the, in the outer court. You see, when it came to the ministry of the priest, we have the part where they are in the inner court, where the table of shoe bread is. You get it? Where the lampstands are, where the incense are. And that part, you have to go through a door with five pillars. Are you there? But then after that, you have to come out to the outer court where they make the sacrifices. And people came there with their sheep, their goats, their turtle doves, and they would offer the sacrifices. You get it? And the, or the, or the priest would offer the sacrifices there. And that part was a part where people see the seen ministry of the pastor and the shepherd. And because we are so oriented towards pleasing people, our ministries are more in the outer court where people can see. Because when you are preaching, they can see. When you are visiting, they can see. When you are counseling, they can see. But when you are praying, they can see. Did you see me sitting in my pajamas in the hotel for three days and nights? Or four days and night. You can't see me there. You, you wouldn't see me. Because if I even knew that you were coming, I would change out of my pajamas immediately. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You don't see that part. You don't see that part of me. You wouldn't see the other part of me when I'm praying in the night. Were you there in New after we closed yesterday and I talked to everybody that I had to talk and I went into my room and started praying and the Lord started to speak to me? Were you there? You weren't there. You wouldn't see that part. The part you see is here. This is the outer part. And this is the part where people can say, Pastor, I'm so blessed with your ministry. During these three days, everything has changed. You know, that's the part people see. Oh, we were so blessed. We like you. Oh, Pastor, God bless you. That's the part we see. And the part we don't see, it never has human praise. Well done. God bless you. You know, we like you so much. We, are, we appreciate you. And it's like, unless it is something that people will say, Ricky Z, thank you. God bless you. What would we do without you? If you were not around, we don't know what we'll do in the chair. Thank God for your life. We are so happy when you're around. We are so blessed when you sing. We are so blessed when you help us. Oh, God bless you. And unless there's somebody always saying thank you and acknowledging you, you don't want to do it. And as pastors and workers, that's the part where people acknowledge us. We all like to be told after, oh, that was powerful, Pastor. God bless you. I feel the anointing. Oh, in fact, your ministry has changed. It seems you have moved to another level. Hey, Pastor, God bless you. This is, oh, we like, oh, we enjoy. We are addicted to approval. Mercy forever and atonement and forgiveness. When I first started preaching, I really was concerned when people told me, 
and they were really they were blessed after church. It was a real thing for me. You know, I really, it was, I needed, I needed encouragement because people have criticized me so much. I said, Lord, I'm not called. I will pray, oh God, oh God, am I called? And people would encourage me. But the time came when the Lord said, no. You know, when you preach, just thank God. Keep on going. Whether they like it or they don't like it, it's not your concern. But we love to be told something nice. Even when we know it's not true, we want people to say. <laughs> tell me, tell me what I'm looking nice. <laughs> Tell, 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 me, tell me that you love me. But what was saying? What was saying on Thursday? Say it again. <laughs> and you know he's lying, but you want him to say it because we are enjoying. Hallelujah. But the inner part of the work where people don't see, people don't say thank you, people don't appreciate you, people don't say, oh, you know, it's good that you were here. You know, not many people do this. There's nobody there. That's why our prayer is small. And our movement is plenty. Tell me that what I'm saying is not true. I really wish that somebody can tell me. Huh? Pastor Joel, what I'm saying, is it, is it a real thing? We love the outer court because people come with their turtle doves. <laughs> yeah, they come with their turtle doves. They come with their pigeons. They come with their sheep. And we are there to receive. And then they say, oh, thank God you are here. Anytime we come and we present our offering, we go back, we are so blessed. God bless you, chef priest. God bless you, pastor. And we love it. We love and enjoy it. And then the real work where we have to deal with the lighting of the incense, the prayer, and the, 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 the shoe bread, you know, the word of God, and then the candles, the revelation of God, and to even get revelation. Some of us, we never read the Bible for ourselves. There's no light in our life. All you are using photocopy tapes, and that is all that you are going. If you don't listen to the tape, you are hot because you don't know anything for yourself. Which tape am I, which tape am I, which tape am I preaching out of as I'm talking to you? Which tape am I preaching out of? Don't bring yourself at all. The fact that you are supposed to listen to tape doesn't mean that you shouldn't read the Bible. You are not, I, I doubt you are Christian. I doubt whether you are a Christian. Don't read the Bible. Shame. You don't have your quiet time. I question your Christianity very much. I may have made a mistake of appointing you a pastor because I'm a man and I can't see certain things. So maybe I've made a mistake of appointing you as a pastor, but really you are, even your Christianity is in serious question today. You don't read Bible. Bible don't read. You don't have quiet time. You don't pray. And say you are a pastor. I mean, I'm just a man. I can say I appoint you as I don't have any basis to remove you or to do whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a man. So you can fool me. But I'm not God. And I don't pretend to be God. Look, Elisha was there one time. The woman, he, he, he made the child rise from the dead. The child died, and then she came running, and then he sent his guest. Yeah, he saw the woman come. He said, Gwen, 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 as a woman, what is the problem? 
you know and, and he told he told her he told Gehazi he said that for something is for something is wrong and the Lord have hid it from me the Lord has hidden it from me God hides certain things from his ministers yeah for a purpose and the Lord hid it from her and she came when he Gehazi asked what he said there's nothing wrong I want to see Elijah himself and when he came in she told him didn't you say that you were going to bless me how come my child is dead and Elijah said let's go but the Lord hid it but when Gehazi was going, God revealed it to God. He said, went not my heart with thee? Went not my heart with thee? But this one said, the Lord has hid it from me. There are things about your life. God will hide it from Pastor Joel. God will hide it from me. God will hide it from all of us. But there are some things that my heart goes with you. That's why what I'm talking, you know that I'm saying something about you. Because my, went not my heart with thee. When thou wentest to bed as though the word had not been preached to you. When not my heart with thee, as you say certain things and as you go in a certain way, it looks as if no, 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 but it's at a point the man of God's heart goes with you and comes with you. It's as if he's working by you. I, I, I pray for you people. I see you. You know, when I was fasting uh, the, during the fasting time, I, wonder, I just lay on my and I saw you. I lay on the bench in the chair, the first row. You, Larry, I saw you. I saw two pastors and you are one of the pastors I saw. Because God speaks to me about all of you. Yeah. And sometimes he speaks to me about it in a way that he will let me know that it is him. Because you are not a man. You don't fast Larry. We are, we are fasting and praying. We are praying about so many things. Not, we won't pray for pastors or anybody. Yeah. The Lord has hid it from me. Don't feel so good when the Lord has hid it from the prophet. It doesn't mean anything. The Lord doesn't need to show it to him. And the Lord said, I'll hide it. Another one said, the Lord, when not my heart with thee, you serve God. Whether the Lord has hidden it or whether the Lord is revealing it. You serve God. It's between you and your God. Mercy, Lord. Forgive, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus. We love to be outside because it's offering time. It's laughing time. Some of our preaching is jokes. Laughter to make people happy and to make people like our message. Do you like me? Do you want me? Do you like my preaching? We want people to like our preaching. That's why there's no power in your preaching. Your whole everything is do you like me? Do you want me? Can I go with you? God is taking us out. He says to be pleasing to God, you need faith. To have faith, honor of God, must, that gate must be closed. As soon as you close that gate, you can start to please God. Amen. Amen. Let's go back inside. I said there are some Sundays this year, don't go to church. Stay at home and pray. Oh yeah, if it's only Sunday that you will pray then you might as well let your sister stay so that you just stay at home and pray for a change. For a change, please. It's been some time. <laughs> you wouldn't say amen or mercy. Amen. <laughs> or you think because you are not the one preaching, eh? That you, you, you don't need to pray, you see? Because you are not the one preaching. Huh? You think you don't need to pray because you are not the one preaching. 
Samuel said that may the Lord keep me from sinning in, in not praying for you. You know that verse. I'm not the one preaching. So if there's no power in the church, then it is from the pastor. If you pray, you pray hard because you should pray hard because we are very tired these days. I've been working overtime because of September 11th. Mercy, Lord. Ha. 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 Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 12. You will be unable to follow. That's the next one. Unable to follow Jesus openly. Openly. John chapter 12. Once the honor of man is upon you. Oh. Oh. Verse 42. Nevertheless, John chapter 12, among the chief rulers, also many believed on him, but because, because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. Verse 43. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 They love the praise of men. Praise of men. Pastor, we like you. We love you. God bless you, Pastor. You are our favorite pastor. When you speak, you speak words of life. Oh, God bless you, Pastor. We love it. We love it. The praise of men. Well done. You know, if I love the praise of men, now most of Lighthouse works are hidden. That's what's happening now. Most of our works are going underground. Underground in the sense that they are going to invisible places because you won't go there. They are out of your, out of your, your view. <laughs> when, when will you be going to Denu? Denu. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure, Pastor. <laughs> you can never be sure, isn't it? <laughs> when you go to Denu, they call me from Accra. We're paying for this land in, in Hope. You know, that we have, we've been trying to get the land. It's been very difficult, but now we just got in it. They were paying and taking their foundation. Hope. When, when will you be going to Hope? I don't know. <laughs> they will not see it. But there are things that we can do. A pastor from Switzerland told me, no, Pastor, we want to buy a church here. I said, my brother, when we, we buy this church here, we are going to use about 6 million francs to buy a church to put about uh, 200 people here. 6 million or about 3 million, 4 million dollars. I have, I have a, lot of, a lot of places to use 4 million dollars for in many churches and many hidden places that you may not see. To build churches in forgotten places, hidden souls, multitudes in darkness it may not be so impressive. I may not have people praising me 
if I build a if I build a university, people will wow. He's contributing to our nation. The deputy minister of education and the minister of education will congratulate me and say we are calling on other churches to emulate their example and to follow this good example that lighthouse chapel so and so and so and we are encouraging uh, all other religious organizations to you know follow suit and uh, also go into other areas of development so as to be relevant when when did a demonized adultery committing cigar smoking paganistic atheistic uh, 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 unbeliever minister of moon and stars or whatever is a minister of become the marking scheme for whether somebody is doing the right thing or not when but we love the praise of man oh we love it we love it you people if you heard on the news that oh uh bishop Daki what mills has been called by President Kufo to be uh, on on a special session for uh, uh, huh yeah maybe a religious uh, what do you call it in consultation for key decisions the special council of state uh, 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 committee something 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 and he is now the person for whatever. You people will start clapping. Oh, look I'm lighthouse. When Jesus was on earth and John the Baptist sent a message to him, is this the great, great anointing we've been waiting for? So, yeah. What's the sign? Go and tell John that the poor, that's the first sign, the poor have the gospel preached to. That is what the sign of the presence of the power and the glory of God. That the poor have the gospel, not the parliament. So, oh, a bishop has spoken to this, this parliament the last two weeks. In fact, we are really that God has raised our pastor to such a level of ministry that something, something to the Kufua, something to the president of various things about irreligious distance. And we are very guided about it. And we know that God is actually in our church. Amen. <laughs> What was the message that Jesus sent to Purchase Fund? Go tell that fox. Jesus, did you think Jesus ever had Purchase Palace House? Or Herod? But we, we like such things. Oh, yeah. Wow. 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 You see, we are so different. Is it, is it not so? Don't you feel that we are different? Yeah. It's almost difficult to walk on that narrow road. Few there be that find it. And it looks like you are a forgotten ghost when you walk on the narrow path. Because you are all alone climbing that mountain. There's no one with you. Can it be that you are right? 
when people are singing and clapping and walking on another road and there are a lot of them and you are here alone moving holding some rails and you are moving and so holding some torch and can it be that you are right all alone actually one of the signs that you are on the right road is that there are a few people there anytime there's a whole group of you likely not to be correct amen Amen. to be pleasing you without faith we cannot please him amen Amen. hallelujah to follow jesus openly 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 Amen. amen the last one for now is the inability Hmm? to when you serve God when you follow the honor of man you will not be able to relocate to serve the Lord Amen are you there you are there by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went you, you, you didn't get that part and nobody clapped okay I'll read it again for Abraham <laughs> are you there Hebrews 11 verse 8 by faith Abraham when he was called out to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance obeyed and he went out everybody said he went out not knowing whether he went it takes faith to do that to go not knowing where you are going amen are you there you are there yeah Oh, to go to a country, to go to a place, go to a city where you don't know where you're going, what is there, is there a blessing, is there something. But we do it all the time for the United Nations. We do it all the time for our jobs. We do it all the time for what have you. Is that not so? But when it comes to the Lord, wow. But I believe all that is changing. How many are changing at this meeting? Amen. How many are ready to move to the next level? Okay, so now I believe that it's time to re-move around and to revitalize our churches yeah. by, you know, people taking some decisions based on not just money. You get it? Because how many would agree that that was the main reason why you are here? Yeah. Uh, can I see just your right hand? Those who think so. Okay. Then let's take some decisions which are not based on that, but based on the work of God. What do you think about that? Yeah. yeah. And I want us to take some decisions like that and move into places that perhaps that is you don't even know why you are moving there, but except that the work of God should go. Amen. I don't know about you, but I know about Pastor Joel because he's full time in the ministry. So I'm relocating Pastor Joel from New York. I'm sending him out of New York to somewhere else, you know, um, so that he can just go out and uh, restart whatever. Because Pastor is not here because of money. Amen. 
He's not here because of money. And he's not here for something that is in here or there or wherever. Amen? Now, you too. I can't, I don't have that authority that I have with Pastor Joel in your life. Because I don't employ you. You are voluntary soldiers. You have to volunteer. And give yourself. I'm ready. I want to go. Amen. Amen. What do you think? Is it exciting? You want to do something for a change which is not because of money but because of the Lord? God is not saying give up your job. He's saying that, you know, yeah, go to a place where you don't know so that the work of God can go on. Amen. So, you are moving out of Canada. But you are going anyway because of money. Is that not so? So, they are changing the reason. Good. So, if you want to stay for Canada because of uh, church, you are ready to stay. If you are ready to go, you are ready to go. Is that not so? Huh? Okay. So, what about you? Now, I want everybody, Pastor Joe, maybe you need to help me at this point. You know, I, I want clear, what do you call it? I, I want us to, you know, move into cities of America and move away. Jokumi, where would you like to go? Are you ready to start? No, I said, uh, believing God with you that you will not be listening to sermons on Sundays unless you are the wife or the spouse of your husband. You listen to his preaching. But other than that, I want you to be on the move. For God, for his kingdom. Vermont. Is there a church there? Really? What's happening there? How, how many people do you have there? You have five people on Sunday. Really? So are there people? I mean, are there people in the town? Really? People that will listen to you? But at first you didn't think so. It's increasing. Really? All right. So now, Pastor Joel, are you helping me? So who, who here would like to relocate? Who here would like to relocate? Stand, stand up, let me see. When I say you would like to relocate, I'm saying that you would like to move, you know, not at the church's expense, at your own expense. But when you were coming here, you came at your own expense. How come now you want the church to be the one to pay the expenses for you to relocate? Is it not a wonderful thing? Huh? <laughs> Only two people. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, uh, Louisa, are you, you, are, you are relocating because of money, isn't it? <laughs> you see, you don't like it when I say these things, but that's the real, what do you call it? But you see, as I'm saying it in a real way, what you are going to do is that you are going to call on God, grace, Lord. Lord, Lord, look at where I am. I don't even know how to move left or right. I'm here because of this is why I came here. Now I beg you to show me your grace. And when his grace comes, you will not know how. You see, in some years to come, eh, you people are going to be so free from the bondage that is in this place. And you will have the things that people are looking for. You, you mark my word, you will have it, but you'll be free. You will have it, but you'll be free. Because now it's like you are not really having it. 
And even though it may seem at the point that you have it, you have it with other things which are not make you free. And you can never really enjoy those things. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But don't say, no, I'm not, I'm not here because of money. When that is really the reason why you are here. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, you are ready to go. So, where, 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 where? You are going to where? Miami. Miami. And you are going there for what reason? Trying to make a church. Yeah. For Jesus. For Jesus. Simple. Miami. Huh? To bring honor to the one I represent. To bring honor, to bring glory to him. To bring honor to the Bible, to give honor to him, honor with Amen. Yeah, God should forgive us all. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Sit down. You are going to where? No, no. You are going to where? Orlando. Orlando. Good. Have you already moved? Yes. Good. Asayevu. Is it correct? Or that means to stand up? And how do you say stand up? Asetua. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not sure where I'm going. Why are you not sure? Um, wherever there's a need. Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. He's not sure exactly where he's going to go, though. Okay. New life is coming to the church in America. Amen. 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 Where are you going to? Pastor Joel, tell them. Dallas Cowboys. All right, thank you. We are relocating. Where are you going? Colorado. Wow. You don't want to go to Colombia? South America. One day, the sweet by and by. Okay, Luisa, thank you. Where are you going? Ghana. All right. We are there. So when you come, we'll be waiting. You may sit down. Where are you going? You don't know. Anywhere I tell you to go. Really? So what I say is what you will do. And if something bad happens to you, I will be the one to blame. Or will I be the one to blame? No. You blame who? Pardon? No one. No one. All right. Okay. So you want to go? All right. God bless you. Within three months, all these changes. So after church, my dear, where are you going? You're not so which city, but you know the state. Kind of. What's the state? North Carolina. All right. Will you do church there? Will you do real church things there? Hmm? You sure? Are you more spiritual than your husband? Usually? I mean, okay, what I mean is, do you come to church more than your husband? Sort of. So you'll be the pastor?
There is none like you. <laughs> or you want somebody to relocate with you? Huh? Amen. Amen. Brother George. You, you look scared as though I'm going to tell you to go away from Vermont. Uh, you don't have to be scared. Or as though being in Vermont is not right. Mercy Lord. <laughs> uh, Pastor Joel. Okay. Now, Gilbert. Where are you ready to go to? You are ready to go anywhere really okay gilbert is ready where are you going to put gilbert you don't have anywhere yet so you go at your own expense you got you you gonna get a job or what very good very good god bless you so gilbert gilbert on the list and we have to help Flavia and uh, nah, maybe now nah, because she should go with uh, Andy and uh, Barbara. Oh, what do you think? To help you to be good, man. All right. Uh huh. My brother. What is your name? I forgot. Kobe. Pastor Jojo's brother. Where do you want to go? Where are you based now? Virginia. Where are the Virginia pastors? Okay. Where is uh, your friend? How's the Virginia church? How many people came on Sunday? 38. That's good. Is it working? Are you happy? We do better. So is the camp helping you? How is it helping you? You have to work on yourself. Are you receiving blows? Is your marriage going to be nicer after the camp? You think so? Madam, what do you think? Huh? Ceasefire. <laughs> All troops are being withdrawn. <laughs> Disarmament. Weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> you don't want to move from Virginia? Huh? There are two of you there, right? And the church is working now. Okay. And where's Louisa now? Colombia. How many people came on Sunday? And you went there? 16 people. Is that where I came to Colombia? I went, well, I went to Virginia once. Which one was that? Was that where you were before you went to Colombia? Is that where they are now? Okay. So who is going to take over your, your place when you go? Alex. Okay. Very good. So Alex is going to Colombia. 
Powerful. Mr. Kobe Taylor, where are you ready to go to? Anywhere. Wow. Okay, Kobe, is ready to go? Brother, go. The Lord will be with you. Yeah. Be very hardened and determined. The Lord will bless you. Amen. So we'll decide for Kobe afterwards. And at the back there, my brother, I forgot your name. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.